0: What's up, everyone? It is the WMT Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by none other than Sand Jam Music Festival, Panama City, Beach, Florida. We're just days away, Shane.
1: Dude, I'm excited. We're Well, we're about to go to another festival, and I'm going to turn around and go get nuts for another weekend. <laughs> and we're going to die. <laughs> we're getting too old to do that. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't.
0: I couldn't do back-to-back festivals when I was 21.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm going to do it now that I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, San Jam Festival, that's April 26th through the 28th all weekend long, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, April 26th through 28th in Panama City Beach featuring Kings of Leon, Cold War Kids, Blackberry Smoke, that's all on Friday. Saturday you get Third Eye Blind, Dirty Heads, J.J. Gray and Mofro, Yay Sayer. Uh, then on Sunday, you get Young the Giant, The Revivalist, Matt and Kim, And uh, a forthcoming guest on our show, Kirstie Lovelady. Also, be sure to check out WMT Veterans Heritage. And there's a chance you might be seeing Imogene on it as well, as they've been named one of the top eight finalists for bands to compete for a slot. at San Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we're trying to figure it out because they're coming back to headline a music festival here in town, Northwest Fest, which is on Thursday, but that's also the same day as the competition. They can't cancel a headlining festival date to play some competition bass or whatever. But anyway, there's still a good chance you might see Imogene on the bill somewhere at San Jam Fest. April 26th through the 28th. We're stoked. Can't wait to go. Very, very excited to be partnering up with them. And also, just the fact that this is happening so close to home. This isn't a normal thing for us. We don't get to see this all the time, um, especially with really great bands. So we're very, very excited to be attending San Jam Fest this year. My guest today is Travis Riggs. Travis has been a very, very, very close friend of mine for years, was a roommate of Shane and I's for, uh, well, kind of like a roommate. <laughs> 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 he just kind of like came and stayed <laughs> for a while. Um, but anyway, basically like a little brother to me, loved having him in here. He got to spend some time over in what Thailand, uh, Cambodia, Asia, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He went to the Philippines. All that stuff. So we get to talk a little bit about traveling, and then we also just get into us being silly because we've known each other for so long. I certainly hope you all enjoy it. I hope you enjoy still uh, listening to this podcast. We're very appreciative of you. Email us at wimty, W-I-M-T-Y, dot podcast at gmail.com. Get at us, people. Enjoy listening to Travis Riggs.
2: From Boat Studios in Destin, Florida, it's the Whatever It Means to You podcast.
0: It's something that most people
2: don't like at first.
1: With Jared Grambling, I love my job, but I hate talking to people like you. And Shane Denton. White people? Yay! We got a good one
0: for you today. That's it, Travis Riggs. We're live.
2: Hey, how's it going, man? I know. <laughs> Changing pace. <laughs>
0: It's super serious time now. All
2: right, we'll get serious. Yeah, welcome to the podcast, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me today, yeah. guys.
0: Yeah, for sure. First off, thanks for the gifts. We got, um, let's see, from Cha Hyeong-ling, as eaten here by U.S. President Obama, we have a wet nap provided uh, that Shane will take a picture of and show all of our listeners uh, a wet nap that was provided to you on a table that, I guess, this restaurant is famous in Thailand, correct? Uh, no, or it's Vietnam. actually,
2: yeah, Vietnam. It's in uh, Hanoi. Yeah. For uh, the president eating there, yep, with Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, oh, crazy. I saw that episode. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. How was uh, how was the food there? Awesome. So bun cha is like kind of like Hanoi's <clears throat> national dish or whatever. I mean, not national, but you mm-hmm. know, to their area, and um, it's basically like a like a pork patty, and then. Noodles, the whole nine, and then they just basically they put it all in there, and then they pour broth on top of it. So it's 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 essentially a, a faux type, thing. yeah. It's, but
0: is that do they call it that? Like, oh, you yeah, have Pho's Vietnamese, yeah, right? yeah. It's called Bun Cha though. Yeah, it's a lot of soup, right? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So you uh, you recently had an extended stay in Thailand, Vietnam, where else?
2: Uh, Cambodia and the Philippines. Yeah, let's well, tell me about it, man. Uh, so. man, uh, where do I start? Yeah. Well, uh, how did you even decide that that's what you wanted to do? Um, I mean, I've kind of always wanted to go there. And, uh, of course my current girlfriend, Lauren, uh, went there last year. So, you know, she fell in love with it and she wanted to go back and she didn't exactly have the best time. So I was like, Hey, we'll go. And that was that. She didn't, she didn't have the best time. Yeah. Her, uh, her roommate was, uh, kind of, a. Not a nice one. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, meanwhile, uh, she was out having fun. She would leave Lauren by herself and, uh,
0: yeah, go run around with some
2: backpackers. Yeah, 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 like a different guy every night.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Hit it
2: up in a hostel, Mm -hmm. eight bucks. Yep, in and out Mm -hmm. with uh, (laughs) you know thirty other people around. Yeah.
0: What uh, What did Kyle say? Something about elephant pants? Is that what it was called?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing for sure.
1: Do you have some elephant pants? I
2: don't, but I thought about getting some. Oh, you should just, have. Just just roll around the house in. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing right you you don't get the elephant pants.
2: Oh, was, yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to. It's
1: like you you're like a
2: douche if you rock the elephant well, pants. Well, you're just a you you just outing yourself as a tourist. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking townies. <laughs> 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 yeah, so
0: so uh, <laughs> So anyway, so you decided you wanted to go, you take off what?
2: I think you took off what, like
0: early November or something like that? Uh, I
2: took off right after uh, Thanksgiving and, you know, I ended my eight year stint at the Red Door. So (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, we left, uh, went down to Miami first. Were you really at Red Door for eight years? Just on the cusp of it, yeah. I can't
0: believe that place has been open that long. Yeah, it's been open for ten.
1: Yeah, they yeah. said their uh, yeah their their anniversary ten years. Oh, I
2: missed it. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> 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 no. Oh, uh, but yeah. So then we took off and flew out of Miami and flew into Bangkok. You know, got chased by some uh, gigantic rats.
0: Chased? Well, no, they're like
2: aggressive. They just kind of uh, so Bangkok is obviously a lot of places but you know that particular city is is can be dirty and so you know they they put their they don't have trash cans they put their trash on the street mm-hmm. and so at night when we got there it was one o'clock in the morning and does
0: someone pick up their trash or do they burn yeah, it? yeah
2: yeah yeah so somebody picks it up and then they I think they do a mixture mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm sure it's being taken to be burned and, and the whole nine but um yeah so uh the rats are you know probably is long as my from my elbow to my fingertips you know tail included and lauren kicked one because they you know the planters with the trees they have holes in them so they'll i mean they just run back and forth back and mm-hmm. forth back and forth mm-hmm. in and out of the trash and uh it was dark couldn't see have one. you ever been in new york city yeah i would uh, did you look in the subway yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. just all over the place yeah, yeah. it's basically like that. yeah big
0: yeah. big yeah. guys
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah like if you needed to you could eat them
2: you know what? They do that in Cambodia. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't do it. I, nope.
0: I wonder if it helps with the population.
2: Um, I'm sure it does. And they, they're they organic, apparently. They're, uh- <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, they take them out of the rice patties, and, uh, you know, that's... Oh, so that. they're gluten-free. Yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> Non-GMO, organic, gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh- Actually, Cambodia has a big problem with uh, a very uh, lack of food because of all the landmines. So uh, I think it's kind of more of a necessity thing in some areas. Mm-hmm. And they also eat bugs. I went to a bug cafe there in Cambodia, and that was interesting. Yeah, what kind of bugs did you eat? Oh, we had, they did a, a combination of like some local dishes. Um, I can't remember the names of them, but they had silkworms. Then I had like grilled grasshopper. I had scorpion. Um, water bug, which was too close to a cockroach for me to yeah. actually even get in my mouth. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it was a giant water bug too. Um, uh, we had a, it was like a deep fried tarantula donut is what they called it. It was basically like, um, funnel cake batter around a tarantula and then they just deep fried it. And so, yeah.
0: So, so with the bugs, I mean, they, there's no way of like, when you, when you catch a fish, you gut the fish. And then cook the fish and eat it. I'm assuming you don't gut the bugs, right? No. no. Um, so when you bite into a tarantula, I would assume there has to be a
2: bunch of nasty stuff in there that just kind of... So actually, the the way I would, uh, what I would compare it to would be a bean. So imagine taking like a red bean and like biting into it and it being almost kind of pasty. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the ass of a tarantula is like. <laughs> <laughs> or a scorpion. And yeah. it's it's got a little bit of a funky flavor, so like yeah, what? Like what would you compare that flavor to? <sighs> Honestly, it was kind of a a shock. So I can't. I don't know if I can. No. You know, just they all kind of did have their own flavor. The, the water <laughs> bug was kind of like, I don't know. Just imagine what a swamp would taste like in a mm. in a bean and crunchy crunchy <laughs> outside. Yeah, it's. But it was fun. It was uh it was a good time. We uh, met some girl from New York who actually worked on the promos. She does film. She worked on the promos for the fire festival. Oh, wow. so we explored Angkor Wat with her all day and then she suggested this bug cafe because she really wanted to go to it and we all sat there and it, it was it was fun. It was an experience.
0: Yeah. So. so so
2: you get into Bangkok, you're running around there. You stay there for how long? <clears throat> we stayed there for maybe five days, mm-hmm. and that was probably too much. We were going to stay there for an entire week, and we ended up dropping our, our accommodations and, and taking off to uh, Chiang Mai. We took the overnight train to Chiang Mai, and which was absolutely awesome. I hung off the train, like, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, I will say Chiang Mai was awesome compared to uh, Bangkok. Okay. Yeah. Why? Um, it just, it had more, it's, to me, it's more of the cultural side. Like, um, it has, you know, there's a lot of their roots in Chinese history and everything like that. Like a lot of places in Southeast Asia. Um, the food scene was phenomenal there compared to Bangkok. And I don't know, it just, it had, had more of a cool vibe to it. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I just liked it. It was was smaller, obviously.
0: So. Yeah. It's probably like the difference between something like. You know, like Chicago and
2: yeah, yeah, Miami, <laughs> and it's it's <laughs> yeah. like uh, I, I believe it's an it's like an old imperial city, and so like they have like a moat around the the actual city square and stuff like that. Like they have you know a lot of area on the outsides of it that we didn't really explore. We pretty much stayed within the same. I think it's like uh, you know, one kilometer or like two kilometer by you know the whole way around. So. Yeah, um, the miles to the kilometer thing really messed with me the whole time. So oh, I'm sure you're trying to do
0: conversions the whole time. You, did you have a phone with you?
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I actually got a tie number. I uh, SIM card was like fifteen dollars for the month, and I had like unlimited data. So, you know, why my bill's eighty dollars here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because everything's more expensive. <laughs> exactly. Here. Um. So, uh, you know, it was we we pretty much stayed. When we went up to Chiang Mai, we stayed for about a week and then we rented a motorcycle and we did part of the Mae Hong Sun loop, which is like this, <clears throat> it's this big loop that goes up into the mountains from uh, Chiang Mai up to Pai, Pai to Mae Hong Sun, and then it, it heads south and you do this big loop around, which we only did up to Pai and then drove around from there and then came back and went north up to a town called Changdao, which was probably my, one of my favorites. It was, uh, it's just a little tiny mountain town. They call it, I think Changdao means like um, city of stars, or I'm sorry, it means mountain of stars, I believe. And so uh, it was just, it was absolutely breathtaking. Third highest peak in Thailand, so I wanted to hike it, but it was a little out of our budget.
0: (laughs) So. <laughs> oh,
2: really? Yeah. What because you probably have to like pay a, someone to hike it with you or something. Yeah, and I believe it's like an overnight thing. And so I actually <clears throat> I really wanted to hike it and I probably will go back to do it at least at some point in my life because the way that it the way that it goes up and the way that it sits in the atmosphere, you know, like you can actually see what's called zodiacal light and it's basically at twilight you'll have like a Oh, like a false sunrise and it's just gorgeous so you get like all these stars and you know I've kind of been into a little bit of the astral photography and uh, mm. past couple of years
0: yeah sweet I saw the, I saw a, a meme the other day that's uh it's what it say it was like I think it was like a dog that was angry with with something else and it's like one of them said astrology and one said astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> that, that cracked me up, man. Um but yeah, so so anyway, like what you were gone for a total of what, four or five months, something like that? Uh just shy of four, yeah. Yeah, and for two of you, you you know, you probably lived you lived comfortably, you
2: didn't stay in any shitholes, right? Uh for the I most mean, part. We we did a couple times. Mm-hmm. We got places that were, you know, very, very budget, but it it wasn't ever really anything that was that bad or anywhere that i didn't feel safe you know there's just a couple times where it was like well this isn't the cleanest but it'll be all right yeah you and know? how much
0: did you spend in like 4
2: months um i think we spent about 6000 or mm-hmm. so um we had 10 planned for the entire trip and we probably went a little over budget the first month and then the next month, it was, you know, kind of more within our means. Um, Vietnam was like the, the price difference between Vietnam and, and Thailand is pretty decent. You know what I mean? With uh, Vietnam being cheaper. Uh, Cambodia is also very cheap. You're talking about three to four dollars for a plate of food and a uh, dollar for a mixed drink and 50 cents for a beer. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely cheap. So yeah, we need that. We definitely had uh, some days with just liquid diet. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, I, I think once we realized we were coming home a little early, we ended up um, spending a, a little more money and being like, hey, you know, like if we're gonna be here, we might as well spend, you know, on things that we actually want to do mm-hmm. instead of you know hoarding money or you know trying to be frugal. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, well, I mean that's still crazy. You could, I mean. You can't go to you can't go to San Francisco for 2 weeks on that amount
2: of money. Yeah. And I mean I did stay in some very nice places as yeah.
0: well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. I need to do something like that for sure. I just don't know if I'm
2: ever going to have 6 months to to go to go get away and I'll be honest with you man, I don't think I'll actually ever really do a trip that long again. I loved it, but it just living out of a backpack, man. And, you know, I had all this gear with me, man. I was trying to take photos and I was trying to do my day trading and I was trying to do all these different things. And so it just got to be, I actually just got a package today that I sent a month before I left. And I just got it today with all my gear that I sent back.
0: Oh, okay. So. <clears throat> yeah, Did now did you have to drop stuff off at certain places and, like, come back and get it? Um, like, because how are you running around?
2: with with all this stuff oh yeah so uh when we did the may hong soon on the uh the motorcycle we actually what we would do is is we would we would book at a certain hotel and then we would book a night when we came back and a lot of those places have baggage storage so they would just let you keep it there for free yeah yeah so i mean certain places you know we just we would lock our bags up put them in the room and then take off for a couple days so it worked out pretty well, but for the most part, you know, when we were going obviously lar- lo- longer distances, we uh, took all our stuff. Yeah, what
0: kind of stuff, uh, like being out there and seeing just how how different people live their day to day, like how did it change your viewpoint?
2: Um, I would say the biggest thing would be like less is more, and it really is. Some of these people have absolutely nothing, and um, we can actually touch a little bit on certain aspects of Cambodia um, and what they've, they've gone through as a people, but they're just, they're inherently happy. You know what I mean? And they don't have a lot. I mean, some people do obviously, but for the most part, like you, smiles and waves everywhere. It was great. And you're welcomed everywhere. So yeah. maybe not Hanoi as much, but for yeah. the most part. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what? So for the most part, people treated Americans pretty well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you know, you've got a big dollar sign on your back. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah your money. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a wall. Exactly. That's wall. it. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> like you because you have money. Yeah. yeah. They. Uh, there was like a sign, and so uh, the tie is called white people farangs, which I believe is a word for some kind of white fruit, like maybe a jackfruit. And so farang means white people to them, and so, or just tourists, Westerners. And uh, there was like some sign, and it was like, I am farang, but my wallet is not farang. and I was like, <laughs> "What does that even mean?" <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah. Did you did you talk to any of them? What the, what their general thoughts were on on the states? Um. Well, which country are we talking about? Here? Any because of them? While, while you're over there, I'm just wondering what 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 the perception of the states
2: are, and a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with here right now. Um. For the most part, um. I, I don't think that the, you know, the local people in any of the countries that I went to really, you know, like when I was in Vietnam, other than, like I said, Hanoi, everyone was like, oh, we love America. Like this one dude in Hue, which, you know, they're, they're an old imperial city in, in, you know, from basically Chinese descent. And, uh, our taxi cab driver, he's like, oh, I love America. He's like, I love Donald Trump. And I'm like, <laughs> right on. And he's just like, yeah, Donald Trump hates the Chinese. I hate that Chinese. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hell oh yeah, brother. Right on. Okay. <laughs>
0: Isn't it? You know what though? That's the craziest thing about the whole, the whole Donald Trump thing. It's like, because everyone's like, don't call him a Nazi, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, terribly, terribly racist people. Think that he's a racist. It's not like people just calling him a racist. Like he hates the Chinese. I hate the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like all these white nationalists who have swastikas all over them are wearing fucking MAGA hats. They, like if, if that's not a sign, then what is? You yeah, know? I don't that's know. That's crazy. What did you ask him why he hates the Chinese?
2: Well, um, I'll, like I'll be honest with you, um, I'm. Not necess- you hate the Chinese? Nah, you can't say that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I, I have, I have a lot of problems with what they are doing to the planet, and I'll be, I'll be real with you. I think they are like probably the most destructive. And I mean, dude, they just, they were very rude. They were very, you know, don't get me wrong. Because
0: no regulations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe
0: I don't know. It is. They, uh, I was talking with Corey, owner of Boat, and the first time he went there, he said as soon as he got the plane, like his eyes were just burning. And he's like, what the, what's going on? What is going on here? Oh, yeah. And he bad. said everywhere, they just, there's no trash collection, or <laughs>
2: just everywhere they're just burning their trash. Yeah. Just yeah. straight up
0: burn all their shit. And
2: yeah. they do that a lot in Southeast Asia, for yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that
0: better than just throwing it into the ground?
2: No. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we burn a lot of our trash, but it goes to waste management, you know, and it gets like in a yeah. crematory thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, You're incinerating. It's totally different. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Fire's fire, right?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> like burning fucking tires and plastic bags and shit. is not the same. Well,
2: that's all they use is tires and plastic bags for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get soup, comes in a plastic bag. Everything you get, it comes in a plastic bag. Hmm. Everything. China? In just just Southeast Asia? Yeah, Southeast Asia in general. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure China is probably similar. I think the big problem, though, with, like, the Vietnamese and Cambodia and all these places is the Chinese are coming in and buying their land and pushing their people out, which um, I guess to a certain degree probably helps their economy, but, you know, I don't know exactly how you know things work with like some places still being somewhat communist, if you will, and so you know the government probably sees more than the people.
0: Yeah, see, I don't know anything about I don't know anything about
2: government of uh, any of these places. I'm completely ignorant to it. I believe Thailand is like social considered socialist. Um, Cambodia would be like light communist, and Vietnamese. Vietnam is is communist as well. It's all the same to me. (laughs) You like drive by socialist communist. You you drive by places and it's like um, you still see like the the hammer and sickle and like the big red or the big you know red star and it's like whoa this place is like serious yeah yeah. So I definitely stayed in a couple places like a couple homestays where in Vietnam where you know the the grandfather had like the picture on the wall and had like the 40 year communist badge and all that stuff. And like the, you know, straight up Viet Cong helmets. And I was like, right on, you know, and it's, it's kind of crazy knowing that like my dad fought in that war and was, you know, severely injured and the whole nine and being over there. And that's also kind of part of what it was about for me was mm-hmm. like to see that terrain and to see how things have changed since then, you know, obviously it wasn't around then. But I I see how it affected my father and affected people, you know, who are, you know, around today, you know, homeless veterans, like, you know, just people who've been hurt, maimed, killed, you know, the whole nine. So it was pretty cool to see, though, that like for the most part to them, you know, at least like they didn't have any. Like there was no malice or anything like that. They were just like you know and it happened in our history, and we just we you know not necessarily forget about it, but we just don't talk about it. And yeah, you know they don't. The younger generation doesn't really carry on the you know the propaganda of the communist government that that used to go on and stuff like that. So,
0: well, I'm, hopefully, I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that the states are that way too.
2: Oh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: things because things that were going around on the same time as, say, the Vietnam War. You know, with civil rights and all that kind of stuff. You know, like, like we're just kind of like, oh, that wasn't us. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'd have to imagine they probably have a little bit of that too. So it's kind of weird because it's such a different, it's such a different thing now. Like if you if you think about, like my like my grandparents and and your grandparents and maybe even your father. Like coming up, I watched this documentary the other day on Ted Williams, and he left to fight in the World War, and then came back and played baseball for another year. Then left to fight like in the Korea War right after that, and that's the thing, man. Just uh, for like our grandparents coming up, all they knew was war. Yeah, no, and on a on a super high scale. Yeah, and and then (laughs) then when. You know, when, when when new I mean, a lot of people think that nuclear weapons are a curse and I don't I don't really have an opinion one way or another. I don't know enough about it to really speak on it with any sort of conviction or anything like that. But if you think about it, once these weapons were invented, like war kinda changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree
2: with that. But I also will say that I I, I truly believe like Vietnam within itself was also a very big turning point in the way that we do warfare mm. now because mm. it actually was considered in a lot of areas, especially Hawaii, which the old imperial city, it was um, overtaken in the Tet Offensive and we sent in the Marines in there and you know they, they actually had to take like an entire month to push them out. But that was really like the first time that we had experienced like urban warfare like that. You know, and so if you think about it now, think about how we go into like Fallujah and all these places and warfare is so drastically different, you know, not just the the weaponry like you're talking about, but I mean, just how, you know, there was, there's civilians standing next to you, but there's, it's just the dynamic is different. It's not, you know, one side's on one side of the battlefield, one side's on the other and there's no people in between, you Mm -hmm. know? So I don't know. The weird world or the world is weird, man. Yeah.
1: was right. The Vietnam was the first like televised war, and, yeah. And so your perception of it changes. You know, it's it's not that like, uh, you know, it was always romanticized and and glamorized. You know, even like World War Two. You know, it was mm-hmm. all propaganda like that because you're not actually seeing what the fuck was going on. So when you have it being like. Battles televised and shit You know they got film And now boom It's all over Everyone's TV In your living room And you're seeing it
2: Yeah but I I think your
1: perception Changes of it
2: However though There was still a lot of stuff That was hidden
1: uh, no, you know. I'm just saying. I think uh, that's why you know you had these big protests coming up and things like that because you, it was in people's faces. Oh, know? absolutely. So I think all of warfare now is just different. You know, yeah, later.
0: yeah. And I didn't realize it for the longest time either. <laughs> just looking at the numbers, like the states, we give ourselves way too much credit for like World War II.
1: Oh yeah,
0: and stuff like that. Like when I because when I started looking at the numbers and everything, like I went, to, I've been to the World War II museum a few times in, in New Orleans. Beautiful. Unbelievable spot. Have either of mm. you been there? No, you've talked about I'd it. I highly recommend it. Um, but th- when I was looking at that, like the whole thing is basically about the U. Of course, because it is in the states, right. it's all about the U.S.'s yeah. involvement in in the Second World War. And so when I got home, I started doing my own like investigation and all that. And I, because all I've ever learned or been taught in school and even in these museums here in the states are, you know, you learned what happened and then basically, okay, we were involved in the Pacific realm and in the European realm so you think of Hitler you think of you know Mussolini whatever the fuck yeah. and and then you know you think about all the the soldiers that we lost dude there were well, I think Russia 28 million deaths mm-hmm. from Russians yeah I think the US was like 400k maybe yeah. something like that I don't want to misspeak but I think it's right around there 28 million uh I think 10 million soldiers that means mm-hmm. 18 million Russian civilians like died in the second world war. And like for me I'm just like high five. Like you guys knocked you guys are the true MVPs here. Because, <laughs> because no no no. Like you get the credit. Like you you paid you guys paid the most sacrifice for all this shit. But it's also I guess I guess that was a proximity thing too just because they were so close to Yeah. Yeah. You know when when Germany was just taking over all the fucking Europe, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't realize that their numbers were like that, man.
1: Can you imagine? Yeah. All of them. Dude, Italy's numbers were high as fuck. Dude, they bombed fucking Britain. (laughs) Like (laughs) are you you fucking with me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing touched our soil. You know, I mean well, you know, Pearl well, Harbor, yeah, but, but not continental. I mean, you know what I mean. nothing, yeah, nothing, true.
0: nothing touched us. Anymore. Yeah, well, that's why Hawaii was there anyway. <laughs> like you got to get through this first. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's like a condom for California. <laughs> yeah. know, but uh, anyway, not to get way way <laughs> off point about talking about Thailand, um, but but also to get back to kind of to bring it all full circle here. Uh, you were talking about
2: landmines and stuff. Is that still a huge problem over there? Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm not totally sure too much about Thailand and those areas. I'm sure that they probably do. And I'm sure Vietnam probably does as well. Um, uh, you know, we've all seen Tropic Thunder. So um. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cambodia is, I, I, I would say probably Cambodia and Laos being probably the worst because they were kind of like on the outskirts of you know, the, the involvement with us in the war. And then Laos had a lot of stuff dropped on them because the Ho Chi Minh Trail went through there. So I think Laos has, like, a bunch of unexploded ordnance, and they actually have, like, a prosthetic museum, which I didn't get to go to, you know, because we skipped over Laos. But um, I definitely want to go back to that in the in the future. But uh, Cambodia is just, like, apparently, like, 75% of their land is... Unable to be utilized because of landmines. So, oh wow! Yeah. What is, so what do you do about that? What's a, there's got to be a solution, right? Um, well, <laughs> like got I a said, dude with a stick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I have no idea. You know, to be honest with you, um, I've you know seen things on like Facebook where they've got like these remote control gyro ball things that roll through a field yeah. and, and try and pick them up. But you know, I, I've thought about things like that. Like, surely there's got to be some kind of detection system that you could start like, you know, like via camera, like, do they put off like a heat signature or, you know what I mean? Or like, is there, you know, basically like, is there something that you can see on like an RF camera? There has to be. There's there shit
0: be. in there that's going to explode.
2: Right. Exactly. I so, had a
0: leak in my water pipe the other day and some guy came out and put on a pair of headphones and walked through my yard and was like, that's where your leak is. Yeah. So i you know,
1: like... <laughs> I don't think it's that
0: simple. No, no. It's, but what I'm saying, it's yeah, it's but I mean, not. But what I'm saying is, if, if that can happen, that there's got to be a tool. Well
2: one they, they yeah, have to have the money th- usable. They have to have the money to do that. Yeah, but I'm you know? saying like technology will be like one day to where you can fly a drone over there that spots those things. Pop from, pop yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah, and just for they for go sure. in and. But I don't think they, they're not going to put off like a heat signal. Um, I'm just I was saying something yeah, hypothetical no, yeah, like
1: yeah. that. Uh, and 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 you gotta think how longer that was? So now you still got Earth, you know, building up on top of it.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, there's still people stepping on them. So no, I mean, I, I'm saying.
1: I'm just saying I think it's going to be harder to detect them because yeah. not, it's not sitting on the surface.
2: Could you imagine that being part of your day-to-day? Like, on your walk to school, your mom says,
0: see you later, don't watch out for the mines.
2: Yeah. Well, there's, like, crazy stories. We met this guy in Angkor Wat who was a police officer, and he actually used to work for the – or he was part of the Khmer Rouge, which was, like, the Communist Party in um, Cambodia that, you know, genocided half the uh, – or actually, I think it was – quarter of the population. Um, But he was like talking to me about things. And he's like, yeah, I've done some things that I'm not proud of, blah, blah, blah. And talking about like burying a tank mine. And he's like, you know, and then you had to learn how, how like, okay, so well, if it's buried, how's the tank going to go over it and set it off? And he's like, well, then we would, you know, we would basically put a two by four on top of it and put like an inch above the ground so that when the tank rolled over it, it would still depress and set off the mine. So, you know, there's, like, booby traps all throughout that area. And, like, you know, Vietnam, I'm sure, is just as bad. Yeah. You know. That's crazy. It was so crazy.
1: Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, I can't even imagine that.
0: Were you ever nervous walking around and shit?
2: Or were you just,
0: like, stay on the roads, bro?
2: You um, probably stayed in the cities. You probably weren't, like, out. No. I, the jungles and shit. I don't right? know. I went I went through a couple places and just <laughs> ran off and whatever, you know? <laughs> um. N- nothing, nothing that was, like... You know, like I would have been scared, scared to go to because it was that far off the beaten path. But you know, I definitely the parts where I did go trekking. You know, it was like, all right, well, like looking down, you know, hoping. (laughs) If it's my time, it's my time, (laughs) dude. (laughs) It's not my time, bro. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, so you're back, obviously.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, what's up with you now, man? I don't know, man. Just uh, hanging out, doing my thing. Yeah, you know, doing a little bit of day trading. That's about it. I don't think I'm going back to a job anytime soon. So yeah, how's how's day trading going for you? Yeah, you know, it's it's a learning, Mm. big learning curve. Yeah, it's ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, pretty much just like the rest of the market.
0: I was talking with um with my friend Destin the other day, and he was, I guess he got in the crypto thing quite a bit as well. And um, I don't know, had a lot of knowledge about it, just created the, I guess he has a mining machine too that Sweet. I guess just runs all the time and yeah. like pays for the electricity that it uses to like run the mining thing plus a tiny bit extra or something like that. Yeah. I don't know how all that stuff works, man. But uh, but there's, there's this chart that he was looking at and you could tell you could see how it followed when people put a bunch of money into Bitcoin. How kind of the price would kind of follow mm-hmm. and mimic that as well. And he was telling me all the stuff about it. I was like, "That's just way. That's a way too risky for me. Way above my head."
2: <laughs> well, um, I mean, the way he's doing it is, you know, I wouldn't say it's free. Obviously, you got to pay mm-hmm. for the electricity. But I mean, he's not continually dumping large large amounts of cash into it and being like, "Oh, I hope it goes up." Oh, I did mm-hmm. my technical analysis. Yeah,
0: and, you know what I mean. Are you still messing with crypto, or are you just all in the stock um, market?
2: Stock market only, man. Mm-hmm. I I made my money on crypto. It was cool. It was fun while it lasted. Um, I mean, I, I'm in my mind, it's dead. You know, maybe we'll see it at you know 10, 15, 20, whatever, in a couple of years. You know, markets are cyclical, so you know. But until then, I ain't touching it. Yeah, and maybe I'll just short it on the way back down.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. See, I don't oh, know. I don't know any of that shit. Yeah. I Oh, I know. I use Robinhood. And I have very little money in Robinhood, but I just like, okay.
1: What's
0: Robinhood. This uh, it's just an app that you can put uh, you know, like every now and then when I have a few extra 100 dollars, I'll just put it into it and you can buy stocks. So I'm not trying to day trade or anything, but like I bought uh Target went real low. Like one day Target sh- just shit the bed. So I was like, I'm going to buy Target. And like I bought ta- I bought like seven or eight hundred dollars in, in shares in Target. And just in that time alone, it's gone it's gone up like twenty dollars a share since I did that. So it's not a crazy amount of money that I made, but it's a couple extra hundred dollars that I just made just from buying Target when it was dirt cheap. Yeah. Same with Ford. I bought Ford when it shit the bed. So I'll just wait. I'll just wait until I see things that dive that have, you know, over the last five years that have a pretty steady increase. Mm-hmm. And if they take a shit, I'll just buy it because they're going to continue to increase most likely. But I don't know anything. Don't take any advice. Like, I, I have very little money in yeah, this. Yeah, you don't want to be a bag holder, man. I don't know. What is fuck? What's, 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 a, what's
2: a bag holder? So, like, you buy something because you think it's a good price and then mm-hmm. it continues to dump and you're like, well, I'll just wait until it comes back up and then oh. I can either a, get my money back or eventually I'll make money off of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the market, man. You never know what's gonna die and not come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't it. think Target's dying, right? Who knows, man? I don't know, dude. It, I think Target's a pretty safe
0: bet right now. But there, there's also talk of Amazon buying either Target. I've heard that. Uh, yeah. Or Walgreens is another one that that's on the, mm. you know. So who knows? I don't, I don't know what happened. So what happens to my Target stock if Amazon buys it? Uh, Does Target still stand individually as a stock? They're shown by somebody else.
2: I would, I, would, I would assume they would do like an offering. I don't exactly know too much about mm-hmm. like what happens when a company absorbs another one and what happens to the stock. But I'm assuming they would probably be like, all right, we're going to do an offering, you know. So, hey, when we buy it, it'll be worth $15 a share, mm-hmm. $20, $25, $30, $40 dollars a share, you know.
0: Yeah. What I, did, what I also didn't understand, and I, I, I have no idea what I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> Target and Ford also pays dividends. And I didn't know that either, so I was just looking at my app. And one day it was like, "You have thirteen dollars in here," and I was like, "Well, how do I have thirteen dollars in here?" Yeah. And I looked, and app, I uh, Target and Ford paid me money. They paid me dividends because of the the stocks that I own. See, and that's, that's a whole another realm of it, you know. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, I like, so like, okay, yeah, keep going. <laughs> I don't, I don't know
2: or understand any of that shit. Well, so basically, like, so, base a, a company has earnings what every quarter. So yeah. every quarter, you know, Ford's going to be like, well, we did good. And earnings per share, basically your dividends, is going to yeah. be... You this know, is what our expected EPS was. Yeah, this is yeah, what yeah, it exactly. actually was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, obviously they have bad, you know, EPS goes down and, and you're like, oh, crap. You know, and everybody tanks the stock, you know. Or you got jets that crash and everybody's like, fuck Boeing. Yeah. So... So what do you do then? You just you just buy and sell all day long? Uh, man, um I have been playing around with a couple of different strategies lately, but my big thing is is like a lot of these like low lower dollar, I guess you would consider them penny stocks or whatever, I just basically short the hell out of them and so I just, you know, make money on them what going does that down. Mean? Um so, you know, it's like betting against them. Yeah, exactly. So in other words, like uh I buy a stock at five dollars. It drops to four dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you do is, is you you're, you're basically through your broker. You're buying. You're borrowing it on margin. You know what I mean? You don't actually own it. So you sell it at five and you buy it back at four, and you you know you keep the remainder essentially. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's you. It, it's it's just like investing. Um, you're gonna buy a stock that you think is going to go up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With this it's the same thing but the opposite so you're, you're you're purchasing a stock betting on it going down if it goes up you lose fucking money
2: well essentially so what you're doing is is you're borrowing it from the broker the broker's saying hey i'm lending you these and you say all right and you sell them at 5 and then you buy them back at 4 and return you know you return them back mm. to the broker essentially yeah. i mean you don't have to do that it's all automated and everything but yeah okay so you make money on the way down so you know <laughs> I mean, because all these things are crap. Let's be real. Yeah. A lot of the lower name stocks are crap, man. They they pop up. They've got these people who've got these chat rooms that pump them or even big institutional people, you know, a float, which is the number of shares outstanding. If Some guy comes in with 10 million, you know, and the, the stock is $5 and it's got a million share float, super low float, you know what I mean? $5 million buys the whole the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. All the outstanding shares. So these people come in and they'll, they'll artificially inflate it. And then once these people are actually, the volume starts coming in, they're secretly just selling at $5 a share. This stock was a, a dollar, you know, the day before. And so it's like, but you get these people who are like, this thing's going to the moon, you know, mm-hmm. and they just lose all their money. Wait, what, what are
0: some of the terms? Like you said, going to the moon. What are some of the other terms that people use? Uh, what are some
2: insider terms? Um, I don't know. Going to the moon is, you know, and then, of course, like. Uh, I've heard shredding. Yeah, shred. That's just when you get a good a good move in your direction, man. It just starts shredding. Can okay. shred to the downside, can shred to the upside. Okay. Just hope you want to be on the right side of it, right?
0: Yeah. What else? What, are,
2: what other terms? Um. Man, I don't know. Uh, like flush. So, like, if you're shorting something and it just flushes out, you know what I mean? You are flushing a turd. So that's okay. You know, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't use. I read. I read a, I
0: read a statistic that said only only five percent of
2: day traders actually see a positive return. Um, I can agree with that. Um, it's you know, it's a niche type market, right? It's a, a, a niche profession, right? So mm-hmm.
0: you, when okay, so wouldn't she be better off playing blackjack? Because blackjack's fifty fifty, I
2: suppose. <laughs> but I mean, why why play fifty fifty, man? Why I mean, why go play ninety five five? You can still. <laughs> but I'm saying, overall in the yeah. market, you can statistically break it down to where, when you take a specific trade, your risk to reward ratio is greater than fifty to fifty, right? Mm-hmm. So, as long as you stick to your inherent rules you can actually come out ahead and i think that i think that statistic is skewed because so many people quit because it's not easy i'm up at five o'clock every morning Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and some people that's nothing but for me going from being up at 6 a.m you know for my other job or being up until 6 a.m it's a huge reversal for my life so you know i'm up at 5 a.m man i'm checking scanners i'm doing this i'm doing that i'm getting my charts ready i'm the whole nine and it's I traded two Fridays ago, and I uh, had probably one of my most profitable days. And I just, I was so mentally, like, exasperated, like, just completely exhausted. And, like, it was Friday, and I was like, I am going to get a damn drink now. Yeah, You know what I mean? Where'd you go? Um, where did I go? Oh, I actually went to uh, Cantina at Del Sol. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you were going to say Laredo, because no. you live on that side of town now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually had to go pick up uh, my girlfriend's stepfather at the airport, so I picked him up, and we went and got some tacos and some margaritas.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, Kevo? What's that? Did Kevin serve them to you? No, 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 no. It was somebody else. yeah. But, uh. <laughs> 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 Shout out, to Burrito Del Sol. Yeah.
0: Still trying to get Brooks and Evans on here. They won't do oh, it, dude. man, why not? I don't know. love those guys. I don't think they like me very much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you guys are listening.
0: Yeah, come on. Bring it. Yeah, so what else you got, man? What else you want to talk about? Oh, man. Shane's got some questions for you, I believe. Yeah, what you got,
1: man? No, you I didn't hear. look those up. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. He's like, uh, check out some of those uh, would-you-rathers. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to look at those. <laughs> What, did you pop him up? No, nah, I can though. Pop, pop, what do you pop, think pop, Katy Perry's net worth is? Oh, I like this game. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna say. I looked this
0: up the other day. I was like, how rich is that
1: bitch? I'm gonna say. 10. $10. $10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that
0: high. Nah. I was gonna say like 48 mil. No. 330 mil. Fuck Ooh. you. Filthy rich. She's. You know how many other people she's written songs for? I guess oh, that's yeah. true. Big yeah. time. I guess that's Big true. Big
2: time. She's so rich. That's like Lady Gaga. She's, She's actually so producing rich. everybody's oh, stuff. Oh god.
0: Yeah. She is Lady Gaga a billionaire yet? Shane, look that up real quick. I don't think so.
1: What do you think she is?
0: Like, oh God. She's gotta be close to a billionaire. I'd say, like, especially after that last movie she just did, winning all those Oscars and shit, man, mm-hmm. plus all the other but she also I know she also pays a lot of other people money to work on her records with her.
1: What, what do you I'd, I'd say, I'd
0: say Lady Gaga is at least halfway
2: to a bill to a billion. I'd say at least 500 million. What you got? I'll go around Katy Perry. I'll say what? 350 million, 300 million.
0: Cool. Nice. So <laughs> Katy Perry has more money than Lady Gaga. I guess. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I, I don't know if I believe that.
0: I wonder how accurate these net worth things are.
2: Yeah. I don't Cause know. do you ever look at those? I look yeah. at them all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually it was funny. I coming back to Thailand. Um, I did not know this. The uh, king of Thailand is the richest like monarch in the world, and I'm like somebody told me this, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And I'm I'm looking. He's like worth like thirty something billion, and I'm like, Jesus, what? he's like he's richer than the Saudis, man. I'm, like, dude, this guy is like. one needs king, to help of, his country, of, bro? Of Vietnam, no, uh, Thailand, Thailand.
1: Yeah, is, didn't they take they got all that gold, man? Is, isn't it a yeah. is it a new it's king or
2: gold. is it
0: the same one? Because I remember like four or five years ago talking with someone from Thailand and they were like, our king's really sick.
2: Oh, uh, King Boomy King Bowl? I, I don't know. Yeah, so King Boomy Bowl uh, was the one that, you know, he basically he went in and built all these schools and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the one in, in power now is his son. I guess he, he passed away like two or three years ago. I think okay. I think they're an elective monarchy. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know, because his son one is the one, one, one who of, took over. One of them is
1: like Cambodia is still,
2: um, Cambodia is Com- definitely communist. Yeah, but they, d- yeah, they still do. And
1: elections. then, uh, uh, Thailand and Vietnam are both, uh, parliamentary uh, monarchies, but one of them is elective monarchy, which is crazy. <laughs> hmm. All
0: right. I got some groundbreaking stuff for you, Riggsy. Yeah. What's that? Would you rather your shirts always be two sizes too big or one size too small? <laughs>
2: Yeah, two sizes too big, man. <laughs> I like to be comfy now. Maybe uh, back in the day it would have been like that in a white belt.
0: <laughs> would you rather live your entire life in a virtual reality where all your wishes are granted or in the real world?
1: Hmm. VR, dude. Yo,
0: dude. Vanilla Sky all the way. I think I'm taking VR, too, probably. yeah man, yo. Definitely. I guess it depends on what I could take with me from my real life into my virtual life.
1: Nothing. What are you talking about? Yeah, dude. (laughs) would you. (laughs) You can build whatever the hell you want. What what was that?
2: Ready Player One? You ever, you watch that? See that movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what if it did turn out like Vanilla Sky? Because he was basically in like a dream state VR thing. That was lucid dreaming. That was different. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, okay we're talking like we're talking like i feel like ready sh-
2: player one like it- okay fair enough
0: w- would you rather be completely invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day
1: i only get one day of each i guess man I guess. no
0: you only get one day to choose one
1: not of each and choose one i'd be invisible for sure dude i think i would fly i'd fly i'd fly i'd <clears> fly <throat> yeah before i could be invisible no, you. I want to go see some secrets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> go away, Baton. Go <laughs> away, <baiting. laughs>
0: dude. You know he's. You know, Dash Shepard's actually like a decent dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's got he's got a super successful podcast now that I actually enjoy listening to, and he's pretty well spoken. He has a lot of really great ideas. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like I always just, I always just assumed he was, you know. Some asshole life. that lucked out with Kristen Bell, yeah. Yeah, right. I couldn't believe it. It's like, man, there's <laughs> hope.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Crazy. Give
2: us another one, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm you got, trying, baby. man. It's,
0: it's really hard to read and talk to you all at the same time. Yeah,
2: I can see that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hard to read out loud. Would,
0: would you rather give up bathing for a month or give up the internet for a month?
2: Oh, shit, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you can't
2: trade. Mm. Yeah, dude, but a, a little month sabbatical would be nice <laughs> every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, man, I, I would give up the internet. I think I'd give up internet as yeah. well. Yeah, uh,
0: I like I just said, we had a, a water issue at our house. We got we got mm-hmm. our water bill, and it was like four hundred dollars for the month. And we're like, whoa! So we called someone out. They had a scope, and it, there was a the tree in our front yard. That I've been trying to get removed for like four years now. Oh, broke the main. People have just been telling me I can't. Cracked the pipe open, and we were losing
1: 180 gallons an hour. A tree was loving it. That's crazy. Yeah. Somebody, uh, somebody else uh, that happened to them recently it was mm-hmm. one of my regulars, and you would think that because this shit's all fucking automated, you'd think that a big spike like that would like alert somebody and be like, hey, it, they,
0: it should. Like, they should. It should alert the company immediately because this
1: this dude's this dude's yeah. bill was like five hundred and fifty dollars for a month, and I was like, mm-hmm. dude, like, what the fuck? Yeah, capitalism, bruh. Yeah, ours. <laughs> and was how close. does that work? Do they just reimburse you, or uh, I, mean, what I, th-
0: I think I don't know. We're still dealing with it, but I think the way it works is they'll give you up to, if something like that happens. I think they'll give you a credit up to like five hundred dollars if you can if you can prove that the problem was there and you fixed it. But I mean, I don't know why you'd have to prove it. They can look at the, your last. Yeah, four years worth of bills, Mm -hmm. and then be like, "Oh, you you buy a pool? No, dick, give me my money back." (laughs) But um, yeah. So anyway, they came out, they scoped it, all that stuff. But I was without, I was without water for three days, shit, and it was awful. We like we filled our tubs, yeah, and you know it's the whole thing. Like go outside to pee if you can. And like, as far as taking showers and stuff, like my neighbors offered offered me to use theirs, but like I, they have a, a new, they're not a newborn, but a you know a eighteen month old. I don't want to go over there and mess with them, so I just took hot tub showers. Like I would just uh, I'd, I'd get i'd get out of my hot tub. Life was hard for three I, days. I would get, get out of my hot tub and I'd like shampoo my hair and everything, and then I would just get a bucket and just take the out of the
1: hot tub. Uh,
0: but that wasn't the, the hardest part. Is like just taking using the restroom. That was, yeah. th- or washing your hands, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times, you know, you just wash it, but this you have to pour water in your hands, wash them, <laughs> then pour it on
2: your hands again. It's like camping, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking first world problems. Yeah. I know. I we just got done sh- talking about
0: <laughs> fucking the poor people in <laughs> Vietnam. That's yeah. more. Yeah, right. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have water for three days. At least I wasn't afraid I was going to step on a fucking landmine. <laughs>
2: I mean, I, def- I, def- <laughs> I definitely had a problem with the uh, first world problems over there. Oh, I bet.
0: <laughs> Would you rather be beautiful
2: slash handsome but stupid or intelligent but ugly? Uh, I mean, I'm the latter anyways. so. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: just- can, I, can, I, can I just be like right on the fucking average line? Yeah,
2: but if you're stupid,
1: you'd have like the best life, right? You just everything would be great. I have thought about that before. You know, it <clears means throat> yeah. is bliss, right? Do right. stupid people
0: not think about these things that fuck me up? Not all right. at all, <laughs>
1: dude. That's why they're so happy, dude. That's that. Yeah, dude. For real, like for, for real. real. Yeah, that's yeah. truth. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to be just gorgeous and fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would get everything in life.
2: We're the three assholes in the <laughs> room right now, being like, "Yo, we're all smart as." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm super intelligent, but yeah, yeah, I,
2: yeah. I, I, I don't think that I'm an idiot. What did you, what was it, the thing you used to say? Reasonably intelligent and decently attractive, or something like that. <laughs> 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 you would say yeah. debatably. You would say some, some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when we were running around Ray Charles parties. Yeah, I'm about 50-50 all <laughs> the way around.
0: <laughs> Ray Charles. We need to do another event, man. Those were the days.
2: I could be about that. Can we do like a charity event?
0: It just wouldn't be fun anymore. We'd be like, look at all these kids.
1: <laughs> What's Rage Harles? <laughs> For people who don't know,
0: <laughs> R- Rage Harles, R A G E H A R L E S, was a company that uh, <laughs> that we came up with somehow, and basically we threw parties.
2: Yeah, and went to. And Musical one, events we for go, yeah we
0: wanted to go <laughs> into festivals and we sold t-shirts because they were hilarious you know and I look back at the receipts we sold hundreds and hundreds of shirts man
2: really yeah
0: we we did like four or five different orders and like 120 in each order mm-hmm. sounds about right
2: yeah silly <laughs>
1: It was great. It was a great idea.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw like a bunch of people. We had a blast. There was like people in like Columbia and stuff too that were wearing them like on top of mountains. Dude, and, like, I still dude. see shirts all the time. Yeah? Yeah. Uh I somebody
1: how dude one somebody <laughs> uh, who who walked Tony. in here? Tony. Yeah, Tony Herritis yeah. wrote ro- 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 walked in here rocking the Ray Charles t <laughs> shirt.
2: Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, he's he's worn that to Red Door before. <laughs>
0: I think it's because the shirts are smaller than normal-sized <laughs> shirts. So when he's rocking that large, he's just busting out of it oh and yeah. shit. So that's those shirts do look good on you if you have muscles. Yeah. For sure. I don't know what that's like. but
1: <laughs> 2010 was a weird time. <laughs> Try <Tri-blends. clears throat> You going to hit us with another one?
0: Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the
2: ability to speak? Mm. Oh, uh shit I f- I find myself saying less and less these days mm-hmm. and uh, I wonder if I could use sign language mm. yeah I would assume so that's it's not technically talking right it's body language yeah so um yeah I would I would have to I would have to say I'd,
1: I'd say I'd say read I think everything's visual now you know what I mean like uh it's, it's not like you, you're going to look at something and be like, oh, I don't know if that's shampoo or fucking, you know, I don't know. You, you're going to know what it <laughs> is. <laughs> you're going to know what yeah, it is. Until you're
0: brushing your teeth with head and
1: shoulders. But you're going to know what it is. Everything's already prepackaged. What if you, know? you can't
2: read, like, a. Does that mean, like, colors, too? Like, you can't read a stop sign or a red light or something, you know? Like, do you just walk out into traffic because you don't. That's I mean, stupid. Yeah. yeah
1: no. You, no. That's, well, that's a dumb one. Bad. Bad. <laughs> Bad
2: question. Oh, have you
0: seen the trailer for the Joker film? I have not. With Noah? Nope. Oh, I think it's going to be
1: good.
0: That's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. I don't ever get excited about comic book movies or anything like that. I saw this one. I think it's going to be good. Have you seen the meme that came out about it that showed all the past Jokers, <laughs> like the the nineteen fifties Joker? It says LSD. Then uh, what Jack uh, Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson? It like, says like cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> uh, Heath Ledger? It says heroin. Uh, Jared Leto, it says <laughs> meth, and then like <laughs> <laughs> fucking meme says like 40 hour work, 40-hour work <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty good. <laughs> oh,
2: good old memes. I like, yeah. I like memes.
1: Yeah, dude, I wouldn't give up the internet. Uh, really <laughs> <laughs> oh man. it's just a month.
2: Would you rather would you
0: rather give up your left foot or I'm sorry, your left hand or your right foot?
1: Oh, right foot for sure. Left hand, no. I'm yeah, little, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be able to still walk. Yeah. yeah. No, but they have way better prosthetics on your legs than they do your hands now.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Damn it, shame.
1: People would always be looking
0: at
2: you all weird and shit. You can Whatever, you and man. Put a shoe
1: on, shoe on.
2: Can you? Can you? Are, can you like? Can you go sarfing with them, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kook slams. <laughs> you can go sarfing. Some of these are
1: fucking ridiculous. Give me a ridiculous one.
0: Would you rather get five dollars for every song you sang in public, or fifty dollars for every stranger you kissed?
1: That's fucking stupid.
2: Told I told you. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to me. How much money would you have, Jared?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, songs I sang in public. If it if it includes songs that I've made up myself, I'd. I have a lot of money.
1: Yeah, for that. I would definitely take the $5 for every so nice like thing. Yeah. I don't good. know that
0: I've kissed a lot of strangers.
1: <laughs> Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just like my wife. <laughs> just got, she got real weird in here. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs>
0: would you rather have one nipple or two belly buttons?
1: <laughs> oh, weird.
2: Okay, but how do we, do we sit? Where's the belly button? Yeah, where's the nipple? Where, where's the nipple? Does it gravitate to the center of the chest or just keep it on one side? Weird. That's a weird one.
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: We're good. I yeah, think we're good. good. Uh, oh, this website's strange. What do you want? Uh, it's called Conversation Starters World.
1: <laughs> Conversationstarters.com. dot com. Three
0: hundred and fifty good questions to ask. Here we go. <laughs>
1: <Weird>. Travis
0: Riggs. <laughs> what animal would be cutest if scaled down to the size of a cat?
1: Oh, elephant for
0: sure. I was going to say elephant mm. too, man. Good yeah,
1: call. or a giraffe. Either one. Yeah. I, I think I think like an elephant would be more like, you know, it'd be like a pet. Yeah. Can you
0: imagine being a draft with a sore throat. God damn <laughs> it. God damn it already. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg. Oh man, I rewatched that uh that Kennison special yesterday. Oh god, Sam Kennison. Oh, it still stands. <laughs> it's still so
2: good. You're fucking <laughs> You, you fuck my, my brother! brother. <laughs>
1: It's still so good. No, no, (laughs) no!
2: (laughs) That dude was on a lot of cocaine.
0: Uh, Isn't that how he died? Did he die from it?
2: Yeah, like heart heart failure. Yeah, cardiovascular issues. Yeah, God, he was so
0: fucking out of his mind. It was good though. (laughs) What social stigma does does society need to get over?
1: Mm. Weird. That's a heavy question, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to go! <laughs>
2: Way to go. <laughs> um, do, do, do we want to do we want to go with something recent? Yeah. Like uh, I don't know, politicians making uh, laws or thinking that they have the the right to make laws for people's bodies, women. Yeah. Especially, Ooh. that's a pretty good
0: one. Oh, there's a new one that's that's actually. I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. that up. Local with fucking Matt Gates, who still has an open invitation on this podcast. If anyone hears this, I would love to have Matt Gates come on here. There's a lot of things that I'd love to talk to him about. But anyway, he recently came out with something to where he he wants to he wants to take tax dollars and fund faith based pregnancy centers. Okay, where they basically trick women into waiting. Till they're past the deadline before they decide whether or not to have an abortion. Okay, there's so many things wrong with what I just said, but the main thing that that's wrong with that is that religious organizations pay zero dollars in fucking tax.
2: Yeah, absolutely, zero,
0: nothing, and that's that's how so much money comes in. And the thing is, they're still allowed to fund people who are making laws. That's great. so so that yeah. all that all is fucking crazy. But so you want to take taxpayers' money to fund faith-based things when faith-based organizations don't pay taxes in the first place like how is that even close to being okay and i also i didn't notice i was talking with another uh, local politician that uh, uh, most of his staff are pensacola christian college uh. students anyway you know they have to fucking hold rulers so they can't hold each other's hands and stuff what like it's crazy what do you mean yeah you can't like touch oh so they like they yeah. live like,
1: there oh what that's weird. Yeah.
0: But it got me onto like another, like just going through that, I got like I got into the, I went down the fucking wormhole, like looking into PCC and all this other stuff. And they're like, uh, Bob, I think it's like Bob Jones University or something like that. But there's another Christian university who actually came out. All members of all race are allowed to attend there, but they highly discourage interracial dating at their Christian school. <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> these, I don't know. These man. people are crazy. But yeah, but going back to what you said, legislation c- controlling
2: people's bodies. Right. It's a slippery slope, man. Yeah. It's a wild thing. Dude, the, the, everything is. And you know, like you you know, we've talked about political things before, man, and there's things we agree on and things we don't as well as with you, Shane. Um, you know, I don't I don't particularly particularly define myself to one side or the other with their ideologies, but you know, I just I truly believe as human beings like your body is yours, you know what I mean, and you have a right to do whatever you want with your own body. I mean, we're 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 put on this earth to be free people, man. Like there shouldn't be any type of government governing body that says that you can't do something to yourself. Mm. And if it hurts other people, I get that, but you know what I mean. I'm I'm always for like less government in certain areas of life. Yeah. So I, I, agree, I can with agree with that. Yeah, for
0: sure. <clears throat> What's the most expensive thing you've broken? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> a Gee. lot. Ah. a truck, a boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, real, man. Dude, yeah. So, a like, motorcycle. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, <laughs> my um, so things. <laughs> computer. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm actually right now. My truck is. Uh, Sitting in the front yard, I've been pulling the transmission apart because uh, that's about a I'm already two grand into a you know six thousand dollar probably job. So, you
1: ever yeah. break an airplane? Used to fly,
2: almost. <laughs> 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 I, I actually, I was uh, I hung out with my uh, my old flight instructor. Um, <laughs> That used to make me so nervous. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going flying today. I'm like, why? Yeah, why you were drinking? Wait, with that guy?
0: <laughs> that guy who was at the bar with you? That's your instructor?
2: <laughs> you you, you?
1: booze? Okay. <laughs> hey
2: man, it's like twelve hours bottled throttle. Man, you're good. Eight hours, I think. I don't know. Bottle Um, bottle to throttle. Bottle to throttle, bro. (laughs) That's the saying. Uh, Yeah, one time I, like, actually came in a little too hot and heavy on the landing, and I almost burst the front, or, like, you know, blew out the front strut on the plane. (laughs) My instructor's like, pull back. (laughs) (laughs) Started bouncing down the runway. I was like, whoops. (laughs) Everything but the landing's great.
0: You know, if someone narrated your life, who would you want to be the narrator? Ooh,
2: David Attenborough. Man, it would be kind of like a toss-up. It could be uh, David Attenborough. It could be um, Jeff Bridges. I really like his yeah. voice. And who? Uh, oh, Jeff Bridges is a good one. I like that. I yeah, I, 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 like I think uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Cool. I like
1: that. I'd go a little Marky. Um, sh- <laughs> he's dead.
2: <laughs> That's true. Uh, Isn't Attenborough uh, almost dead, man? Nah, yeah, he's, just he
1: just came out with a, a, a new uh, BBC series. Yeah, well, I, I mean he's, he's there, dude. He's he's, he's up there. He's got to be like well into his eighties.
2: Well, absolutely, his brother. You know. Yeah. We spared no expense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which band has the worst fan base? Oh shit! <laughs> Creed. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, they like stained. Yeah. I don't know. There, There's so many terrible bands these hmm. days. It's not about the band. It's about their fans.
1: Not the fans. <sighs> like, Heritage fans suck. <laughs> 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 Love you guys.
2: That was Shane who said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If there was like an LSU fan of... Band fans, I don't, I don't know who that would be.
0: Oh, do you, so? Do you think LSU fans are worse than Alabama fans?
2: That's
1: debatable. No, I totally disagree <laughs> with that. Alabama <laughs> fans are the worst. All right,
0: well, yeah. My my wife picked Auburn to win the whole uh, national championship in the basketball thing, and we were talking. <laughs> she she was like, I feel like, she, I feel like Auburn is like Alabama's slightly smarter, intelligent cousin. <laughs> and I was like, No shit. I was like. Y- okay, you realize what you just said. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway.
2: I mean, it is true, right? I was like, that's some incestuous shit, first of all. Well, yeah, I mean, they're still married, right?
1: (laughs) 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 Did you see the the video of the uh, the Auburn fan getting kicked out of that game? Mm -mm. (laughs) Yeah. so So, you know, Shot buzzer beater, he thinks they fucking won. He comes up, pours a beer on his fucking head, he, ah, let's fucking go. And like his fucking nuts. Then they lose and he goes berserk, dude. He's fucking throwing chairs and kicking shit, whatever. <laughs> There's like eight security guys fucking dragging this dude out. <laughs> like, he, idiot. Uh, let's
2: fucking go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what what game have you spent the most hours playing?
2: Does life count in yeah. <laughs> the game of life? Yeah. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> Restart. <laughs> I want to go to the last checkpoint. <laughs> um, video game, board game, what are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. I,
1: video games, I, I've put the most hours into, like, Zelda, for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, in the in recent years, you know, obviously, Fortnite, you and I have... yeah.
1: Man, we play Fortnite.
2: A lot, of, a lot of GTA, a lot of grinding.
1: <laughs> grinded a lot of GTA.
2: <laughs> Um, You don't play anything, huh? No. Yeah. No, nah, but he used to spit game. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean?
1: He used to holler, holler at, at, at
2: females. <laughs> you obviously had to have game. <laughs> come on man why because I'm unattractive because <laughs> <laughs> I'm marginally attractive
0: <laughs> oh, oh. you no
2: know,
0: you just mean because I ended up with such a wonderful wife absolutely yeah, that's, yeah,
2: that's what he meant you got lucky man
0: what's your worst example of procrastination
2: <clears throat> worst example <laughs> of
0: procrastination what does
2: that mean, <laughs> does that mean? yeah I have no idea what that means. I mean. No,
0: no it's number 240 on Convers- Conversation Starters. <laughs> I was going to
2: say, I'm a pretty good example of procrastination. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. I'll get back to you on that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Procrasturbation. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That's we're at, all. I we're,
1: got, at, we're at 107. Okay. We have went over an
0: hour. Travis all Riggs. Right. I appreciate you coming on, man.
2: Hey, man! Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I, I, th- I
0: think I think, uh, given our history, uh, I think we were pretty well behaved today. Yes.
2: Oh, absolutely! So
0: I hope everyone appreciates it. <laughs> if you'd like to hang out with us sometime, not on air, uh, that doesn't ever happen.
1: No, we don't. Not the to three of out. us. No. <sighs>
2: what you guys got going on? <laughs> Let's get get drunk at Red Door and go to old timey photos. (laughs) 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 Only it was still there. Oh, dude,
1: that popped up on my feed the other day. Yeah,
2: I think it was around this time. Yeah, yeah, it was was six years ago. It was like last week or
1: something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a great idea!
0: What's the dumbest thing someone has argued with you about,
2: dude? (sighs) I don't know, man. There's so many dumb people in the world these days. And I say that lightly. (laughs) Um, Last year I got in uh, a guy pulled out in front of me on 98 and pulled into my lane. Did a U-turn cut me off on my motorcycle, caused me to go down and then like laughed in my face about it. When I was like, dude, you cut me off and like caused me to wreck. And, uh, He's, like, arguing with me about it and, like, laughing in my face. And I'm like, dude, you could have, like, I, this, like, I wasn't going to call the cops or anything anyways, right? So, <clears throat> you know, like, you could have just gotten out of the vehicle and been like, hey, man, you all right? I would have been like, yeah, dude, thanks for asking, you know, but it was just like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was just from Alabama, about by it. the way.
2: Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> he was probably still drunk. You ever, think,
0: you ever think you're going to move out of the South, man?
2: Um, you know, I had planned to go to Colorado after this and mm-hmm. just kinda let that yeah, everyone uh, plans to go to Colorado. Maybe. Well, yeah, but I mean like you know, I don't really partake in mm. in marijuana very often. Um but uh I don't know, I just I, I like the mountains, I like the snow, I like snowboarding, so I want to be somewhere different. I like California a little bit, more on the opposite side of the yeah, the range. There. I like everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that, that, but that's one of my problems is like, especially like when I'm on tour or something like that. I'll I'll be in a place for a day and be like, I could live here.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. And then you're in a place another time. Like they, you can find something, especially if it's new to you. You can find something charming
2: about anywhere. Yeah. Well, like I said, I plan on buying a camper here soon, so uh, I think that uh, I will do some extensive traveling. Yeah, you gotta get that truck fixed first. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. Know. <laughs> I got. I'm, I'm gonna live in the camper, so that thing can uh, sit out front while I fix the truck. So,
0: cool. Well, all right, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey man. Thanks, We're guys. At you. All, all right. right, all right, motherfuckers. That was Travis Riggs in the house. Don't forget today's episode was brought to you by San Jam Fest 2019 in Panama City Beach. We're very, very close to it. We're only a couple days away. Kings Leon, Cold War Kids, Third Eye Blind, Dirty Heads, JJ Gramophone, Young the Giant, The Revivalists, Matt and Kim. Go see all of them. Local favorites, Heritage. Do it. Get your tickets. San Fest 2019. Tickets available at sanjamfest.com.